Well, good morning. Good morning, Junction 10. <laughs> it's good to be with you this morning. Uh, I was already coming to you, by the way. I was down to speak uh, at Junction 10 on the uh, 5th of July, so praise God I can still be with you anyway. Do you know, these days you really can be in two churches at the same time, because I'm speaking at Excel this morning as well as being with you. But it is good to be with you. God bless you. I love everything that you're doing, and uh, just want you to be encouraged courage from the Word of God today. Thank you to our reader, by the way. Well done. God bless you. It's always wonderful to have people reading the Word of God, uh, isn't it? You know, uh, Mons, by the way, has given me clearance to speak in two churches. I always have to check these days with Mons. Is that okay, Mons? Can I do this? Can I do that? But Mons has given me the all clear. God bless you, Mons, if you're watching. I hope you're watching Junction 10 and not that church down the road at XL. If I find out you have, you'll be in big trouble. Bless you. Anyway, lately I've been speaking with, uh, with a lot of leaders and uh, some of them are absolutely worn out. No doubt you are worn out, Junction 10 leaders. Even you as a Christian in Junction 10, maybe you're just finding things really difficult over these past few months. And listen, I felt myself that I've uh, actually been spinning plates. I was just talking with Dan uh, here at XL Church. You know, we seem to be here, there, and everywhere doing this, that, and the other, and sometimes the focus uh, does go. But listen, I believe God has shown me something from Scripture that I want to share with you this morning, and it is. It's from Luke uh, chapter 14, and I want to share this with you because I hope that this will be a great encouragement to you and also a challenge, because I've entitled the message, In Full and Out Full. Did you get that? in full and out full. You know, Luke 4 verse 1 says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and he was led by the Spirit into the desert or into the wilderness. And then in verse 14 it says, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Did you get that? He went in full of the Spirit and he came out full of the Holy Spirit. And that is a challenge to us all this morning. You know, he went in full, but he also came out full. You know, he went into an isolation period. He went into a temptation period. And listen, I know that this last three or four months has been a big temptation for people. You may be watching this morning and you have fallen into temptation. Listen, I've had people ringing me up from other churches, never mind my own, uh, saying, Deck, can you pray for so-and-so because they've fallen into temptation. This has happened and that has happened within their lives. So uh, uh, times of isolation, periods of wilderness does allow the enemy to get in there with his temptations. But I was so encouraged by that when I read it. It was like a bolt from the sky. Jesus went in full of the Holy Spirit, but he also came out of it full of the Spirit. I love that. Hallelujah. Let that be a challenge to you this morning, Junction 10, as believers. Don't come out of this lockdown. Don't come out of this period. And I know for you, it might just be a little bit longer before you start getting back to services and getting back into church, getting back into the building and doing stuff again. But make sure, friends, that you come out of it as good as you went into it. Amen. You went in full. You were on fire for the Lord. You were witnessing. You were doing such a great job. Make sure you come out of it. Because people will be looking at you. 
They'll be looking at, number one, your countenance. I've got three things for you this morning, three quick things to leave with you. Number one is countenance. Your demeanour, your face. Amen? Do you know, a few years back, I remember going to uh, Drayton Manor Park. Have any of you ever been there? It's not quite Alton Towers, but it's still okay. And I remember going there. Listen, every time I take uh, my family or the youth or whatever from church, every time we go to a theme park, I'm the one who always ends up carrying everybody's bags. I can be sitting there and I've got about 20 or 30 bags around me, sandwiches, watches, phones. I could make a bomb if I was to sell all of that stuff. But, you know, it's just there and it's all, you know, within me. But when I went to Drayton Manor Park last time, I said no way am I going to be the bag carrier. And as soon as we got off the coach, right in front of us was a massive, uh, it was a big roller coaster. And as soon as I saw it, the fear was coming into me. I, I, I couldn't even look at the thing, never mind go on it. But all the youth were playing me up and, ah, Deck, are you going to get on that? Are you going to show us how it's done? Come on, be a man, be a leader and all of that stuff. And so I says, yeah, okay, I'm cool. I'll get on it. And you know, my countenance, my face, when I got on it was, wow, I was with everybody else. There was, everybody was screaming and loving it. And, you know, it hadn't took off. Wow, you should have seen my face when it finished. I felt like I'd, I'd been in the boxing ring with Mike Tyson. You see, my countenance gave it away. When I got on the ride, I was happy, I was jolly, I was laughing, and I was, yeah, yeah, bring it on. But at the end of it, Wow. I felt like throwing up all day. Actually, I took some corned beef cobs with me. I I took a bottle of pop with me. I took some chocolates with me just to enjoy the day with everybody else. But there was no way that I could, um, you know, I couldn't eat. It felt like I couldn't eat for three weeks because my stomach was that bad. My head was spinning. It was just knocking me all over the place. But yeah, as soon as I got off, it was my countenance that gave it away my countenance. And listen, friends, people will be looking at you. They will be looking at your countenance. They will be looking to see what you look like at the end of this three-month period, this four months. This, it may go on for a few more months yet, but people will be looking at you. They'll be looking at your countenance. Well, how have they coped over the last few months? How are they coping now? What does your countenance um, look like? People, can I show you something? Let me just show you this, by the way. Now, you all know what this is. It's a bucket. Yes, well done. Now, you don't know what's inside that bucket. But you know, when a bucket is knocked, you find out what's inside it. So, when you knock a bucket, often you see water coming out of it. I remember kicking a bucket not so long back. I haven't kicked the bucket. I'm still alive. I know that's a, 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 a West Midlands term, kicking the bucket. But uh, I remember kicking a bucket. There was, it looked like it was water in there, but it was all this uh, horrible brown filth and, and junk in there, and it went all over my trousers. You find out what is in a person when you knock them. Amen? You find out what is in the bucket when you kick it or where you bang it. You've seen what comes out. Listen, friends, you never know what's in a person. 
You never know how faith, how much faith they've got until that faith is knocked just like the bucket. And I've got to say, friends, just one week into lockdown, one week, I saw some people putting on Facebook. They were fearful. They were dreading it. It was wow. And I'm thinking, wow, these people were in church. They were singing and, and praising the Lord. And a knock has come along. The bucket has been knocked. And all of this is spilling out from the mouth, from the mind into Facebook, which is a whole new platform for sharing your, your difficulties and your problems with. Listen, friends, what is in your bucket? Is it fear or is it faith? the bucket was banged the buckets are banged in our lives so often but what comes out of our mouth what comes out of our demeanor what's our countenance look like listen you either dread the worst or you trust God for the best amen you dread the worst and we've seen so much of that or you trust in the Lord with all of your heart and you don't lean onto your own understanding. That's what the Bible says in, in Proverbs. Listen, knocks will happen. Just like that bucket, you will get knocked. You will get hit. And we all get hit. We all get tested. Listen, bad things do happen. But does it decrease your faith or does it increase your faith? Peter says this, these trials will come. They will show that your faith is genuine. So the bucket will get knocked, but it will be a great test of what faith is inside of you. The knocks, the hardships, the difficulties, the last four months that has affected us. We're getting knocked, but what is actually coming out of us? It will show, Peter says, that your faith is genuine. Listen, friends, you can come out the same way as you went in just like Jesus. He went in full and he came out full. Do you remember the three Hebrew lads? They went into the fire, but they came out of the fire just the same way as they went in. There was no singeing, there was no smell of fire when they went in, but when they came out, there was nothing like that because someone was in the fire there with them. Friends, trust God through this season. Make sure that your countenance is good countenance is such an important thing listen let me tell you what the scripture says in proverbs uh, 15 13 it says a joyful heart makes a cheerful face amen a joyful heart will make a cheerful face psalm 89 verse 15 blessed are the people who know the joyful sound they walk in the light of your countenance. Junction 10, let me tell you this morning, let me encourage you, you'll only be able to show good countenance if you stay with number two, and that is continuance. Continuance. Uh, Jesus came out the same way that he went in, and it was full of the Holy Spirit. And that is it, friends. That is it. You know, that's where we, we, we fail so often because we fail to be filled with the Holy Spirit. In the book of Ephesians, Paul tells us, it says in verse 518, sorry, chapter 5, verse 18, it says, be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Do you know, it, in, in the original Greek, it means continual. We don't just have a one-off experience, friends. You can call upon the Holy Spirit, just keep topping you up to keep filling you up every day. We need him. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit every day of our lives. And that has to be uh, continual. It's like replenishment. Do you know at the start of all this lockdown, 
people in Dudley were going to Tesco and, and there, were, there were heaps of people uh, replenishing toilet rolls. They, they got trolleys full of toilet rolls. You may have seen the picture. Uh, you know, people have been, 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 uh, been stocking up, as it were, on food, on snacks and, uh, and things just to keep them going. People have been stocking up on finances. People have been stocking up on fashion. I mean, why are you buying things, ladies, when you can't even go out to wear the stuff? Why are we stocking up on all of this stuff? And, you know, anything that this world offers, friends, it's just stocking up at the moment. We've seen so much stocking up. Well, let me encourage you as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, keep on stocking up on the Holy Spirit of God. Keep on being filled. Be uh, continually filled, as the Bible says. Amen, Junction 10. Are you with me on this? Are you still there, Mons? Are you still listening? Keep on stocking up on the Spirit of God. Otherwise, you dry up. You dry up. Do you know, I've got some grass. It's only a little patch of grass in my front garden, but it's overshadowed by a big Christmas tree that my daughter had years ago. I keep snipping bits off, but every time she sees anything cut off, she keeps having a go at me. She says, leave the tree alone. But I can't help it. It's just getting bigger and bigger. But that is overshadowing the grass. And you know what my neighbor said next door? If you want your grass to grow, you've got to keep it moist. Keep on watering it. And that is a great spiritual lesson, friends. We are overshadowed by everything over these last few months. Everything is overshadowing us. Keep moist, keep wet, keep, keep that, that, that Holy Spirit in filling within your lives continually. Acts chapter 13 verse 52 says this, The disciples were filled with joy, countenance, joy, and also with the Holy Spirit. That talks of continuance. So uh, there's the countenance, there's the continuance. And as I close, there's a third and final thing. It's the commission the Great Commission. You know, three or four months of this lot absolutely has took our focus off what really matters. As a leader, as people in our church, we, we are, uh, we've been diverted because of everything that has kicked off. And I had to apologize to God last week and say, Lord, See, my focus has always been on the cross, on salvation and winning people, the great commission to take this wonderful news of the, the glorious gospel to any people that we can. I will admit, friends, that my focus had gone. And maybe your focus has gone this morning, but we need to get it back onto the great commission. We know what we are called to do. We know what God has asked us to do, and yet our focus has been elsewhere. It is the great commission but it has been put on hold. I'll tell you why. Because of fear, because of discouragement, because of busyness. Amen? Busyness. I saw a sign outside a church some time back that says, if you're too busy for God, you're too busy. And listen, busyness has come in. It's crept in. Restrictions have come in, as you well know. Temptations have come in. Wow. And Jesus had to face all of that in his isolation period out there in the wilderness. But listen, I'll give it you again. He comes out, he's as full as when he went in. I'll tell you for why. Look at those verses that we've already read. Jesus says this, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. 
Get hold of this commission, friends. This is our agenda. Because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. Friends, listen, this is still the year of Jubilee. This is where debts get cancelled. This is where slaves are set free. This is where new life can begin in Jesus. And as we start to make our way out of this period, and it will be a slow and boring time of getting all the wheels rolling again. I know everything that you've got to go through as a believer and as a church, we're experiencing that at the moment. It's going to be like walking through tar to start with, but we need to get those wheels moving again. Our our countenance has to show, our continuance has to be there, but we need to stay focused on the commission that God has given to us. It is still the year of Jubilee. So make sure, friends, this morning, the three C's, countenance, keep your countenance. You went in to lockdown the way you did, and you will come out just as good as when you went in. Amen. Keep that countenance. Also, continuance. Stay continued in the Word. Keep on reading the Bible. Keep on praying. Keep on speaking it. Keep on doing it. Don't just be hearers of these messages that are being put out at church. Actually do what you are hearing. And also remember, friends, the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach this wonderful gospel. I want to pray for you before I leave this morning. I hope you've remembered those um, seas. I would have loved to have been with you. Uh, just enjoying fellowship. I know that you do some great uh, tea and coffee and biscuits over there at Junction 10. And the water tastes better in Warsaw than it does in Bilston, believe me. But I no doubt I will be with you next year to share something again from the Word of God. But let me just pray for you uh, this morning as believers. Heavenly Father, I do thank you for the church at Junction 10. I thank you for their witness. I thank you for their walk. I thank you for their work. And Lord, I do pray that they would come out of it just as full as when they went in, that the people of God over there in that fellowship, that they would keep their countenance, Lord, that they would keep, just like when Moses came down from the mountain, uh, uh, you could tell that he'd been with you, Lord. And Lord, we pray that when people begin to look at us, they will know that we've been with our Heavenly Father. The countenance will be there. I pray for continuance for those that have took their foot off the gas. I pray that you would bless them, that they would get back behind the driving seat, that they would put their toe down and begin to move again just as you want them to. I pray, Father, that they would take on again the great commission, that we would never lose sight of that which you have called us to do. Forgive us, God, in the diversions. Forgive us, God. We've took our eyes off the prize, as it were, and we have uh, uh, been diverted to the left, and we've also been directed to the right. Please, God, would you forgive us? Move us on in you. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray for anyone watching this morning, Lord, that does not know you as Lord and Saviour. I pray that they would have the joy of knowing you, that they would respond, that they would have their sins forgiven, that they would be made completely clean and walk in a new freshness and newness of life, we pray in Jesus' name. Lord, help people to repent this day and say, Lord, I am sorry. I want to walk in the newness of life and I want to take this commission. I want to take this wonderful gospel uh, to the people that I know. 
Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, Junction 10, and uh, God bless you, Mons, as well. You just keep speeding on around those streets when, you, uh, when you're able to get out, and we'd love to see you uh, over here at Excel at some stage. God bless you all, people of God. We love you. We thank God for you over there uh, as neighbours, and um, keep on serving Jesus and be encouraged from today's message. Amen.